0: View this mother. Zoom edition edition. Episode five.
1: Five? Five. What, five of the zooms? Five of the zooms. Yeah, but yeah, but we're doing this, we're putting this out as the podcast. So technically this is episode three. We're not even putting this out as a zoom. You're just people are gonna be thrown. (laughs) They're gonna be listening to this on a podcast, be like, what where's the it's like we're sort of offshore accountants because we have the number of shows we've done for Riverside and then we have the number of shows we put out on Cloud, which was less than the number of shows we actually did on Riverside. <laughs> and then we have the Zooms, of which this is technically not one, because technically this is just the audio for the show, show, but this is also the fifth Zoom we've done. And now there's the Anchor Podcasts, of which we've done one episode.
0: This would be great for a, a comedy film. So it will be a pair of incompetent brothers mm. set up a really bad offshore account in Liechtenstein. I just don't really know how it works. You know, the big yeah. shorts, but with, like, Vince Vaughan.
1: Oh, when will that movie come out? Please, Hollywood. Vince
0: Vaughn playing every role. Like
1: Eddie Murphy in The clubs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, our anchor debut, our proper official podcast debut, perfectly adequate, I thought. Sure. And they give you all the breakdowns of, who's listening on what, and that kind of thing. And I noticed quite a startling statistic <laughs> for our gender split in audience. We'll um, crushing
0: it with the ladies.
1: <laughs> our audience so far is 92% male, 8% women. We are less popular with women than, like, Adam Carolla and the Republican Party. We are... <laughs> You know, this is like the man show. This is, you know, we may as well be a lads mag.
0: Pretty sure like Jeremy Piven, they did Entourage,
1: Entourage
0: got more than 8%. We're we're factored less than Entourage.
1: Yeah, no, we're polling worse than Entourage. We're going to have to make the show seem more metropolitan and accessible, even cosmopolitan, you know? Enough of our sort of machismo And politically incorrect banter. We need to move
0: away from Joe Rogan
1: Mm. towards Joe Cosmo, (laughs) or Joe from uh, S Club Seven, because she was a woman. Although she was racist,
0: that's where we'll start. Yeah, and uh, and (laughs) then and then then we'll slowly get the racist about. We'll
1: start by trying to win over racist white women. And then, once we've got that core audience, then we'll start making. It's a pincer movement towards the progressive fandom, isn't it? So today's episode of Reviewers Mother, we are aiming for any of you white women who love a pint and live in Wolverhampton or somewhere like that. This is the show for you. And tell your friends, your white friends. That should do it. Speaking
0: of racist white women... Tom, brilliant. I I went on a date recently. <laughs> in it was in Tottenham, and we're, uh, we're walking past the the canal in Tottenham, yeah. uh, and there was a kind of housing housing kind of estate as we walked past. And the girl, Oswald pointed to it, and said, "Yeah, there are a lot of Jewish people living there," and then carried on walking completely unprompted, as well. It's 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 not a question I often ask on a first date. Uh, do you know the kind
1: of jewish demography uh-huh you don't ask for the percentages you've told quite a few stories on air of your sort of dating mishaps i'm going to have to ask about what app you're going through to meet these people if, it, I mean, if it's a
0: if it was j date it would have made sense
1: <laughs> oh god this is this is we're slipping into into dangerous territory here will why don't we play a song <laughs> so you went on a date down the canals of Tottenham? Yes. Are you a serial killer? What are you doing? (laughs) Meet me by the river, dear. If a serial killer goes on a date with a racist, what what does morality say there, you know? Well, do you think the serial killer has standards?
0: (laughs) So that the racist points out a kind of ethnic demography, So, well, I'm not
1: killing this woman. (laughs) Killing is too good for you. Real evil is letting you go about in the world. Yeah, well, I mean, again, if you have thoughts on this, email in at Riverside. Oh, we're not on, are we? Oh, really thought we could start an amazing phone-in on that. We've really, really gone full <laughs> black comedy today, haven't we? Let's go into something silly. Yeah, let's go into something silly. Let's go into, let's go into a wacky game of... So,
0: I I've been... I've been having to teach Hamlet to a child mm-hmm. for my tutoring, um, sure. so I've been watching the the four hour long Kenneth Branagh version of Hamlet. Right. Uh, and Brian Blessed appears as the pivotal ghost character, and he appears in full military garb. So yes. he's got the he's got the metal armour. Um, and mm. he's he's quite a big man. Is Brian Blessed?
1: Yes, he is. He is. Yeah.
0: And I just, I wondered how inconvenient it would be for a blacksmith if you kept on gaining weight in your armour. Like, do, they, do they have to keep on remaking
1: the clothes? I, supp- I suppose it very much depends because, you know, a certain point in, in one's life, 25, 26, you reach the height that you're going to be for the rest of your life and you're fitted for the blacksmith's armour. And it's sort of like, it's like the school uniform thing, isn't it? You know, you're sent off to the the Smiths and you get your new fitting done. And it's like, you know, that's you, that's your outfit in war for the next 20, 30 years. So- Do do you think when the
0: mums sent off the children to the children's crusade Uh in the year 1200, they gave them their little armor and said, and you better not grow. That's
1: the only armor we're buying. Well, it would no, it would be. It would be oversized, and it would be like, Mum, it doesn't fit." But like, it will in a few years, Timmy. It's a it long track. In-
0: by the time you get to the Holy Land, <laughs> it'll fit perfectly.
1: Yeah, I'm sort of imagining if this was a an actual show with a producer on it, and you've got an earpiece, being like. Keep it light, keep it light. No, okay, I've got it. Let's do some jokes about the children's crusade. That'll, <laughs> I don't know, it's very difficult. What if you lose weight during the trek from the castle? Cause you yeah, know, you'll be living gaily at the castle, but if you go to battle, they'll have to trek. You'll be eating army food, you know, it's their equivalent of the Atkins diet when you trek off to war. So presumably then, you'd be shedding the pounds. It's the thing that army recruiters have not yet tried, I don't think. Well, that's The weight loss programme. The weight loss programme. Just selling it as like, look at these transformations that we've had in the army. Don't look up how, the, how they're doing now. But, you know. <laughs> don't look up their pension plans. Look, <laughs> look at his tight six-pack. I'd like to say that tight six-pack is now buried in Arlington Cemetery, attended with thousands of wreaths. He was the most beautiful corpse we've ever seen. <laughs> Something for the recruiters to try. Okay, I'm going to
0: move on to our first uh,
1: story. Yes. Of the week. No stabs. You could retrospectively edit them in, I suppose. Oh, this is true. Breaking news, Tom. da 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 Well, no, because i wasn't. Well, you can just edit that out. I just don't. Are you giving
0: me more work? <laughs> I have to edit something in and out.
1: <laughs> well, that might. Thelma Shoemaker, you wouldn't get that. That's that's a cinema reference. Yeah.
0: Fire festival founder Billy mm. McFarland. Yes. Has recorded a new podcast from prison. For heaven's
1: sake! Must we all make podcasts now? It's a full marketplace, Billy it's called
0: dumpster fire
1: dumpster fire
0: yeah fire spelled with a y
1: oh right oh well that's very intelligent stuff perhaps we misjudged the man i mean i you know if he's throwing out those kind of puns maybe he's not so bad what what?
0: there are a lot of albums recalls it in Mm. prisons as well
1: yeah tupac
0: and gucci main and Mm. now now billy mcfarlane is carrying the torch
1: sure uh, i yes. hope that when billy mcfarland dies which i hope isn't soon i'm uh, not sure I wish no ill on him but i hope that like tupac it's one of those things that just there's a sort of odd conspiracy out there that mcfarland is still alive and still organizing slightly corrupt festivals that are likely to fail people will you know be walking down brixton high street and be like guys i think i saw I think I saw Billy McFarland of the Fire Festival just wandering about. It's like, no, he died. He died years ago. He was strangled by his own podcast mic inside. It's like, no, it was him. Do you not, do um, you not
0: hear the famous last episode of Dumpster Fire?
1: Dumpster Fire. Most incredible, harrowing sign-off of any podcast we've ever heard. The true dumpster fire, ladies and gentlemen, America. Billy McFarland out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the Birdman ending of podcasts
0: It's hyper-realism A Billy bit, McFarlane gives himself over To the dumpster fire of his career In the most award-winning suicide In recent um, American history
1: I have to say For someone who committed an extremely One of the most well-publicised acts of fraud Committed in the past 100 years it's kind of amazing that he just he just gets to have a podcast. What I worry, Will, essentially, is that people are just going to be able to do terrible things and then be like, huh, I'm sharing a podcast about that time. I did an awful thing. And people are like, ah, you can't be that bad then. No one evil has ever had a podcast.
0: How different would history be if Genghis Khan had a podcast? <laughs> like- Waking up with Khan.
1: <laughs> he races through Saturn with breakneck speed. It's Genghis Khan. <laughs> He's ripping apart bodies and, and <laughs> the establishment. <laughs> and people are listening, being like, you know, you say what you like about Genghis Khan, but you knew, we knew where we stood with him. Not like these, like the swamp we have today. Yeah, sure. I wonder how many. <laughs> what his percentage is between men and women. I, I, feel, I worry that we're going to be beaten by Colin McFarlane. Not Colin. What's his name? Billy. Billy. I keep thinking his name's Colin, but no one's called Colin anymore.
0: Billy's I'm polling in at like 98% women.
1: <laughs> it's just a, and he's, he's still got thousands upon millions of men listening it's yeah. just he's so appealing to women
0: he's it, the ted bundy of the podcast game
1: oh god
0: there are people screaming in through the bars like,
1: have me on my podcast billy have me on my podcast <laughs> what, would, why, what, what would that yell even mean how,
0: how low is your self-esteem that you have to go <laughs> up to people and you
1: shout have, have billy's permission to broadcast i mean we certainly do this is a this is McFarlane certified. Sponsored this. by fire. <laughs> do you think it will be as popular
0: as Johnny Cash's and Prison album?
1: Yes, but he wasn't... Johnny Cash, when he recorded that, wasn't in prison, was he? I thought he, was, he recorded it. And he, went, he performed a concert in prison, but he wasn't and, in and prison.
0: That, you think that's the deal they set with McFarlane? They said, just come in, do your podcast then you can leave. And then they just close the doors
1: <laughs> behind you. It's like, no! You tricked me! We thought the best studio for this amazing project would be the solitary confinement. So just, yeah, in you go. In you you go. like his island. <laughs> the mic's on, Billy. Start whenever. You want it soundproof, don't you?
0: Well, actually, a background
1: noise must be a massive problem trying to record a podcast in a
0: prison. The other inmates aren't just going to be, oh, shh, Billy's...
1: Billy's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that exceptionally wealthy white-collar criminal wants to broadcast with all... Let's all keep it down. Have some respect. Well, you know, an, an ambitious project, fighting the way for all white-collar criminals to broadcast. You know, Martha Stewart, I suppose... Her arrest gave her career a new lease of life. Yeah. So perhaps, you know, perhaps one day we can look forward to Billy McFarland hosting a cooking show or something like that. Or maybe I'm a celebrity.
0: Or Billy McFarland will, will also be doing roasts with Snoop dog as well.
1: He'll be on the,
0: <laughs> the next Justin Bieber roast.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the two jokes uh, they write for everyone, they are already written for Billy, I suppose. You know, it saves Jeff Ross time. And and that's the most important thing. (laughs) That we as a society save Jeff Ross time. (laughs) He's got so much on his plate. He's a very busy man, Will. He He has to roast random celebrities trying to improve their career at the latter stage of their lives. That's not an easy thing to do. And he has to pretend that he's enjoying it. You couldn't do that, Will, you know? He's he's like a tragic King
0: Midas. Everything he touches, he must roast. (laughs) He just wants to live a normal life, but he goes up to everything and he touches it and he has to make fun of it for hours. It's horrible. (laughs)
1: I wonder how that ending would play in The King Midas fairy Tale. It wasn't that he turns his daughter into God. It's that he makes a joke about his daughter loving too much dick or something. And she's like, Dad, I don't want to see you anymore. I can't help it. It's the curse. It's the Jeff Ross curse. I can't. I'm sorry. I love you, Stephanie, just not as much as you love dick. (laughs) I hate this life.
0: (laughs) What God have forsaken Jeff Ross? His need to roast.
1: Right. Well, I think that's done. In other big In confessional other news, news
0: uh-huh. the rapper Ti appears to confirm long-standing rumor mm-hmm. that his friend once urinated on
1: Drake. Well, who's his friend? Is it is it like a sheepdog or something? <laughs> they are out rambling. <laughs> he was like, sorry Drake and Drake was like it's okay mate
0: you must never tell anyone of this
1: <laughs> no one besmirches Drake with piss no this one will besmirches be the, of the shoes of Drake <laughs> this only the end of me T.I. more like UTI. T.I. boom <laughs> That's Billy McFarlane there in the background has
0: <laughs> to appear on every
1: fire sponsored podcast
0: <laughs> It happened at a private screening of Uh the film Takers in 2010. Takers? Takers.
1: So T.I.,
0: a friend, and Drake went to a private screening of Takers, (laughs) and at some point, urine (laughs) was involved.
1: Were there no bathrooms in the building? What kind of theatre was this? Was it an indirect urination? Did he go to the bathroom and, you know... Not aim entirely at the urinal, then Drake went in and sort of trod on it or something. I mean, you, I need more details, Will.
0: T.I. he brought it up on a new song of his called We Did It Big, ah. which is an odd name to call a song about urinating on Drake,
1: but sure. No, it's not. It's We Did It Big. It's a big, <laughs> big moment for We. It's the most famous person
0: We has touched. <laughs> It's a big moment in the life of urine. (laughs) T.I. raps, so drunk Mm. in L.A., ended up pissing on Drake. Shit, Uh fuck it, that's still my brother since back in the trap house. So I think he was drunk Uh at a private screening of Takers and he urinated on Drake.
1: I must have missed Takers. Was that sort of taken but from the other perspective of the sort of... (laughs) French kidnappers go ah, sacré We must take a petit fee.
0: It's so much better than you can imagine, Tom. It stars Ti. Oh, he got so excited that he was in a film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> up and down.
0: <laughs> the film follows a group of professional bank robbers, including okay. Matt Dillon, Idris Elba, and Jay Hernandez. Uh huh. And they specialize in spectacular robberies. Right. I don't know what a spectacular robbery.
1: I don't know. I don't know if, if I was planning a heist and I was putting a crew together and I had like was given a card and said these guys do spectacular robberies, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd want to hire them because I'd be like, well, surely surely the subtle approach would be needed on this one, not a sort of jazz hands, here we all go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the liberality of heists Yes, I hate to get the world watching, I'd be like no I just, I'd rather just take the income you know
0: yeah, So what have you brought, T.I.? I've got fireworks, I've got tigers
1: <laughs>
0: Siegfried and Roy <laughs> <laughs> I've got the surviving members of Siegfried and Roy so just uh, A.K.A. Rock. Roy
1: <laughs> I can't help but feel that once Siegfried is removed from that pairing you're left with a much duller name I mean, Siegfried and Roy sounds quite exciting, but then just Roy, that's just a bloke called Roy, isn't it? You, you, can't, you can't do much with that. Well, and Roy. <laughs> and Roy! <laughs> he just runs on stage. So, Takers, starring Matt Dillon, uh, Idris Elba, T.I. and Roy. And Roy. And Roy. And and Roy and and Roy <laughs> and an and Roy. <laughs> it's the Chekhov's gun
0: of the magic world. Is everyone trying to figure out what the and of and Roy is? So you can't introduce a conjunction at the top of a magic show and not have it have <laughs> come back at some point.
1: No, that's that's very true.
0: He did a late in Vegas show called But Roy.
1: <laughs> so it's pretty sexed up magic.
0: <laughs> Stay for the um, darker
1: show. Have you ever been to to Vegas, Will?
0: Yes. But I only when I was nineteen. So there wasn't a lot that could be done.
1: There wasn't a lot that could be done. Well, by us. Oh I see. It just sounded right. as if like sounds like you were there with sort of po- political ambitions like, I'm gonna clean up this city, but not now, for I'm nineteen. <laughs> So i'm just going to go and see Celine Dion, but i 'll be back Vegas in a few years and...
0: as as she will be um, well, I watched a pair of watch mojo videos um, lovely we'll see which one takes your fancy so firstly, uh, there was this this kindly gem it was mm. top ten celebrities with AIDS that was the the watch mojo list of the week best celebs oh, wait, wait. so
1: it's right re- is it celebrity is it just top 10 celebrities and then they just thought well how do we narrow it down
0: <laughs> there are so many of them these days
1: <laughs> I don't even know how we begin to sit so let's just add a few things <laughs> top 10 celebrities who drive a Honda? no look good in the colour grey nah That's they all just- do they all bloody do. We need to narrow it down. That's try Aids. Jesus Christ!
0: You're sharp and focus. Imagine being a, a celebrity with AIDS and not mm, making the top not 10. Making- <laughs> Well, at least some good will come out of this
1: horrifying diagnosis. At least Watch Mojo are finally gonna have me on one of the countdowns. That's a horrible. Li- Why would they do that? Who's going on YouTube being like, oh? Oh, oh, cracking. Let's see, like, ah, oh, top ten Bowie songs. Top ten subject with A Can't wait to find out. <laughs> Anyone watching that be like, well, that's not my top ten. <laughs> that's not my 10 favourite with A. Nowhere near me. Are you it's mad? Yours <laughs> to be an honourable mention on that video, can you imagine how sad that would be? <laughs> you know, you're lying in hospital. And like your partner comes in and says, uh, so, uh, you know, people are still thinking of you. Uh, watch Mojo, they did a top 10. Uh, what, what number is I? Not a number, but they, you, ne- you nearly were there. It was one of the grimmest things I think I've ever
0: heard.
1: <laughs> Do they have nothing else they can count down? Do they think they can only produce content if they're counting things down? Like, number of seconds we have before we shoot this fox.
0: Coming in at number four, three. <laughs> three. <laughs> Honorable mentions, twelve. <laughs> so close. Not quite.
1: Yeah. Okay, what was the other list? Please let it be slightly more cheerful.
0: Uh, it was top ten people who survived the most assassination attempts.
1: Right. so well I mean um, our friend Abraham Lincoln is on the list yeah uh, big shot in the boy. brain Abe yeah so he survived a whole bunch did he before the before the assassination yeah. um the...
0: spoof was uh the ninth
1: the ninth man the ninth man yeah and he still was like no guards at the theater Look, guys, he survived it's, eight. He's, if I know assassins like I do, they'll stop at eight. Nice, clean, even number. They're not going to try again. They come coming groups of, of eight. <laughs> I'd like if that was Lincoln's last words. just like, at the theatre. Really? Is he a man or a beast? <laughs> That's some propriety man. Honestly. It's <laughs> not even the end of the first act.
0: Okay. I'm John Paul Second. Comes
1: in another five. Mm. Yes, well, it's because of it. It's he's the reason that all the pope's mobile is now um, bulletproof.
0: Yeah, before that, he uh, used to
1: be ferried around with an AK forty-seven, just <laughs> taking out the crowd.
0: <laughs>
1: like, Get out the house! And so they put some glass up, and then they realized that they killed two birds with one stone because no one could hit him back. It was it was beautiful.
0: He was one of Bin Laden's earlier victims. It
1: was Pope John Paul? What? In, in like, in like, in like he pulled away, w- away his chair at a state dinner or something, and <laughs> got his first taste for violence. Sit much Pope? <laughs> that felt <John> great. <laughs> I can only go bigger from that. Oh, uh, Hitler! Um, Hitler. I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Hitler.
0: Let me work my way
1: round. <laughs> well, famously, um, Operation Valkyrie with the, the old bomb in the briefcase. The old, the old, the old, the, the old classic bomb in the <laughs> <laughs> meat and potatoes. Bomb in the briefcase <laughs> under the wrong chair leg. What you, What can you do? If you
0: don't hire experts, you're not going to get an expert job. If you, if you go low price, you get a boulder briefcase and the wrong chair If
1: <laughs> you get a boulder briefcase, wrong, wrong, rough bit of the table. All right? That's what, that's what I was saying the whole time. You go low brow, you get low results. I'm a nuts and bolts assassin. I don't do any of the fancy stuff.
0: Got a boulder briefcase. <laughs> you got a boulder briefcase. I put it under a chair. Yeah. If it flies, it flies. <laughs> Look, if it
1: works, I mean, bazinga, we're taking the guy out, all right? Okay, no, no, I don't want to hear about the poison in the no, 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 not poison on the door handle. It's not the same
0: rhyme, it's a bomb in a briefcase. It's it's smooth, (laughs) it's
1: it's alliterative. You people get behind it really easy. What are you up to this morning? Are they bomb in a briefcase? All right, (laughs) it sells, mate. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, number one, Castro. Yes,
1: how many attempts did he have?
0: Approximately 638.
1: Jesus. Christ and was that like spaced out throughout his life or was that like just like a really one, intense
0: one really aggressive day <laughs>
1: Bay of pigs
0: bombing the briefcase well, they all got their wires crossed and came on like June 3rd yeah when well, it was well, spread across um six presidents Reagan had uh, 197 cracks of the whip
1: Ah, oh, but that's Reagan all over, isn't it? Yeah. He just—he was always, always just being like, "I'll just, just try again." <laughs> Come on, baby, Reagan wants an island.
0: Get Reagan, Reagan an island. <laughs> Reagan wants a
1: corpse.
0: <laughs> yeah. George H. W. Bush, only sixteen. That paints him in quite a positive light, doesn't it? Yeah. But... Peace peace man. (laughs) Only tried to kill Castro 16 times.
1: Yeah, I reckon they were very half hearted as well. Like a box of donuts with a kind of like, these are definitely poison free with a wink face.
0: We're going to steadily bring up his cholesterol (laughs) over a period
1: of 30 years. Gonna leave a, a bunch of banana skins around his staircases.
0: That's insane. What were, they, what were their assassination attempts? There was a classic exploding seashell mm. when he went scuba diving. The, the poisoned pen. phalian salts, which were meant to thin out his beard so he looked foolish.
1: <laughs> that's not an assassination.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, that's how if that's how you're terming assassinations, then this entire list is very... It's
0: <laughs>
1: Like, they just kept sending him, like, two tight, flowery shirts. Be like, oh, well, he'll look a bit... he look a bit daft. He'll look a bit daft. Just, like, various character assassinations. He does not tip well when he goes out for meals. He didn't hear it from me. Just Nixon sitting in a cafe
0: and... <laughs> 3%! <laughs> oh. What a cheapskate. Uh, yeah. not expect a nation to live off this yeah it says review this mother the end
1: mm. bit the big finale and we've got we've, we've saved the best for last I think. I think we can safely say haven't we Will you know it's been a year since we first spoke about TI on the show and so to know with clarity now that in fact a man did urinate on drake means we can finally put that mystery to bed and therefore you know from episodes to come we can tackle we can finally open our minds to new mysteries of the world you know we can look at area 51 find out what happened to tupac we can do whatever we want now so i mean our thanks to ti for clearing that up the the rumor not the urine obviously next week we open the greatest mystery of of it all life itself
0: and who has the top bunk in billy mcfarlane's prison cell
1: that he's sharing with martha stewart that could be a game show who has the top bunk and you put two reality tv stars who've committed fraud and through violent means
0: it's like celebrity
1: squares
0: a really violent version where they're fighting over the top punk.
1: And there aren't any questions. There are no, there's no quiz element to it at all. It's just combat. It's Celebrity Squares meets Gladiator by the way of several Netflix series. Yeah, great. Well, we finally have a pitch to take to BBC Three. And with that, I think we can say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hate saying goodbye.